Yes. No, she's not. No, that she's not. Stop is... calling her, please. She doesn't. Oh, stop I'm calling her. I'm gonna call her every time I want to. She's with my son. Right. Stop calling her. You need to be mad at your esthetician, you ugly ass. Talk about don't call her. She's with my son. Vanessa is definitely bold to be coming at Evelyn this way. I don't know what's gonna happen. Worry about your dude. Bye, you shouldn't be judging nobody in this Now, go back behind security, Okay, bitch. yeah, okay. Bye, Evelyn. Bye, Evelyn. You f***ing idiot. Ooh, that was a clip from episode two of Basketball Wives, Hoop Stars and Hoochies, Harlots and Hustlers, Ex-Wives, Ex-Fiancés, and Never Was is whatever you want to call this show. Uh... I'm your host. Well, welcome to Rewind That Part Podcast, episode four. I'm your host, G. Um, my apologies for the late upload. I was going to do it. I wanted to do it the night the episode came on, but I've been sick the past two days. So I was like, I'm going to wait because I hate when people record podcasts and you can like hear them sniffling and coughing and sneezing all into the microphone. That's just disgusting to listen to. Uh, so yeah, I am uploading it now. Um, I'm also working on some audio fixes, so I don't know. Maybe this episode will sound better. Maybe it'll sound worse, uh, but I am improving every day. Uh, I, most podcasts I listen to between episode one and episode 100 sound like two vastly different shows. So, uh, yeah, I'm just just fixing what I can and, and listening, uh, listening back and seeing what I can tweak uh, with every episode. So be patient with me. But we are here at episode two. The girls clocked in again. I thought this episode was good. It was much more, um, it propelled off episode one. I feel like everybody delivered. The ratings seem to show that everybody delivered. It was a 90% increase from last season. So, you know, again, say what you want to say about Evelyn, but there's much more organization. There's much more, there are moments that are, that are, that, are giving it something to build to and there's just an emotional investment from the audience I feel like none of the none of those women from last season I don't feel like I had any kind of emotional investment from the audience so um for good or bad but this season I mean this episode we get Shawnee back into the fold you know if some mess jumped off at the end of the last episode Shawnee is not far away so we open the episode with her uh walking down the street and she is going to meet Evelyn. Oh, first, let me go back and say uh, the phrase for this episode. My favorite phrase of this episode was she's with my son. Right. I want a kid just so I can yell and scream at somebody. She's with my son. Right. <laughs> so uh, this back to the back to the beginning of the episode. The beginning of the episode opens with Shawnee walking down the street in a pantsuit. She looks good. Now, I will say I do give Shawnee grief online. You know, sometimes the first lady life looks like it may have her a little haggard, uh, but she looked good here. Uh, she sits down for lunch with Evelyn. She talks about how. Uh, she's moved to Houston and it's much more family oriented there. I've heard that she lives in a gorgeous, uh, penthouse in Houston, and I'm sure it's half the price of what she will be paying in LA. So, you know, she's married to pastor Keon. She's living the first lady life. So she seems to be enjoying Houston. I, I can totally understand that as someone born and raised in California, but has lived in the South for a good while. Um, there's just a different energy. There's, 
there's pressure to be aesthetically pleasing, but it's a different kind of aesthetically pleasing. Whereas in California, you know, from what you eat to how far you have to walk, everything is centered around keeping you in shape and looking a certain way. Um, and in the South, you can just, you know, do whatever you want and, and feel however you want. So I can imagine that is a little bit better for her. Um, then she talks about how she's receiving an award from the Ladylike Foundation. I thought that was an interesting, cool, I guess, name for a foundation, the Ladylike Foundation. Um, I forget the name of the award she said they're giving her. Um, but then Evelyn recaps the party and tells her about the issue with Vanessa and Shawnee kind of laughs. Um, now, if you've been watching online, uh, Vanessa has... Uh, aired some grievances with Shawnee laughing at her hairstyle and like posted some old messages. Now I, they're supposedly old, but Evelyn reposted in, in saying that they're fake because Instagram didn't even offer direct messages at the time that she's saying, excuse me, she's saying that Shawnee sent these messages, which was like in 2010. And she was asking her to be on episode three of the show, which is like, I don't really get what that proves, but uh, because Shawnee laughed at how Evelyn described her hairstyle, she pulled this receipt of being asked to be on the show in 2010, which whatever. I mean, I feel like this is a show that they're always desperate to get people to be on because actual basketball wives don't really want to be on this show. So, you know, I'm sure they did ask you at some point, but um yeah, they laugh and roasted her or her Yang, And uh, then we see Jackie meeting with Vanessa for a hike. I put hike in quotations because they don't actually hike. You know, I a lot of these shows that film in L.A., they'll act like they're meeting for a hike. But really, it's an excuse for the women to put on windbreakers and leggings and a ponytail and stand at the top of a hill. And you get that aesthetically great backdrop of Los Angeles. Um, so. They don't actually hike, but they meet to gossip. You know, they do that on all these shows. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills does this exact thing. Um, and Jackie says that she wished that Vanessa told her uh, everything um, because she wouldn't have she wouldn't have brought them together, I guess, which is a lie. Jackie really just wanted to say, I wish you would have told me so I could have produced that scene and I could have got shit popping off uh, quicker than Brooke did. So. Jackie claims she wants, uh, you know, she wants camaraderie and a sisterhood here. Jackie's part was fucking annoying me in this scene. It is completely different color than her skin tone. Like I get, you know, some women use foundation color on their part to make it to make it blend more. Jackie's was completely different. And it was like, that's all I could stare at this entire scene. Uh, but. Jackie looks like she's getting in better shape. I don't know, you know, I guess her actual working out, she's doing off the show because they're kind of like making a, a joke of it on the show. Um, then Jen has a scene with her boyfriend. Ugh, honestly, y'all, I'm about to start fast forwarding these scenes. I don't, I just, I don't mind a fake TV relationship, but at least get y'all chemistry down before y'all come on camera. These scenes just seem so forced and like Jennifer just needs somebody outside the, because everybody has somebody out the group that they filmed their scenes with. Evelyn has Shanice. 
everybody has somebody. Jackie usually has Doug. Everybody has somebody that they film their like alternate scenes with. So Jen needs somebody to film the scene with. But these scenes are so cringe and just I don't know. But she's always she's disclosing to him that you know she's all about protecting her energy and any negativity she's gonna remove herself. Which Jen. A woman ran across a boardroom table and slapped you in the neck. You're not leaving anywhere. You're not you're not leaving this show. <laughs> you like the mess just like everybody else. But she says she's protecting her energy. Her boyfriend says all of I, I don't even know if he said anything. He grunted maybe and was like, you know, I, I guess I don't know. He didn't contribute anything to this conversation. He's just a, a corpse there for her to talk to. Uh, but then we see Jacille. I'm guessing you pronounce her name Jaseel because everybody was saying Jaseel, but it was sounding like Giselle. So I guess maybe you say it like Jaseel. Uh, we see her and Brittany Renner meet on the street corner. There's a joke somewhere in there, but I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. But we see her and Brittany Renner meet on a street corner in L.A. somewhere. And the only thing I really took from this scene was Jaseel's sunglasses. I thought they were fucking gorgeous I, i'm trying to figure out who they're by um somebody said louis vuitton but i'm not they don't give me louis vuitton i don't know and i tried to look them up online i couldn't find them so if you're listening to this and you know what sunglasses she had on please tell me um but yeah they meet up and they discuss how the party went they're both newbies i think eventually Jaseel will fit into the group much better i just don't you know, Brittany Renner has the the hype online and the social media following, I guess. But I'm just not I'm not that impressed with, you know, with her on this show so far. She kind of shows up to scenes with no purse, no nothing. It just seems very contractually obligated. Like there's no I don't know. I don't get a desire from her to want to be on this show. Um, but, yeah, that was a filler scene. Then Evelyn FaceTimes LaVon. Um I really wish Evelyn would just admit that she doesn't want to get married. Like she keeps trying to, I guess, you know, for the sake of this show and it being basketball wives, you have to have some kind of desire or want to be a wife. But I really wish she would just admit she doesn't want to be. And like, that's okay. Like perfect society, like pressures women to, want to be wives even when they're not ready or with somebody they're not ready with just you know because you have to have a dick to throw in another woman's face you've you've got to have a man if you don't have a man there has to be something wrong with you but uh they discuss you know her trepidation about not wanting to get married and how she got married on july 1st and was divorced by august the last time she got married which which uh, which which was with Ocho Cinco. Um, and yeah, and he, you can tell he really likes her. Um, and I, I think that's another thing too. I think Evelyn has felt with, dealt with ancient niggas for so long that when you finally get a good nigga, it's just like, you don't really know what to do with him. Like he's nice and he's a good guy, but you're used to guys not being shit. So now you're just kind of, you know, you're in a predicament of what to do. Like, you should marry this guy, but your your hesitation to get married mixed with him not being a dick like every other dude you've met with, I can see the conflict. But, 
you know, for the sake of this show, she has to act like she really wants to get married. Um, sorry, I'm hitting my microphone. Then we see Brooke, Evelyn, and Brittany meet up for lunch. Evelyn brings them flowers, which was really nice. Um, and Brooke and Brittany kind of fake like they like each other. It was kind of like a big sister's ingratiating little sister type of energy. Um, but yeah, I didn't get I didn't get the warm the warmth between Brittany and Brooke like I get between Brooke and Evelyn or Evelyn and Brittany. Like if if Evelyn wasn't there, I don't feel like the two of them would remotely meet up with each other. Um, again, I said in my notes. Brittany arrives, no purse, very awkward, seems contractually obligated. This does not seem like something she wants to do. Uh, but then they go into, you know, the, the, the backdrop of most of the conversation on these shows are, I was a single mother, you a single mother, let's be single mother friends. So uh, Brittany talks about her co-parenting with PJ and they're co-parenting through an app. This is all new to me. Now, I did just see that uh, Gunplay, his, <laughs> his visitation has been restricted to virtual visitation. I didn't even know virtual visitation was a thing. But uh, they co-parent through an app and they don't even have to interact with each other. And she says it, it's the most disheartening because his heart is not what she thought it was. I mean, what niggas is. But... Um, like having to co-parent through an app again, it's like, why even bother with this stuff? And this is going to be the outcome. But, you know, women have to have an affiliation, a dick to throw a, a, a child, something to have an, some kind of affiliation to a man. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, that's that's the the that's what their meetup is about. Uh, then we see Brittany meeting with her mom. This was another awkward scene. Now, I thought this was her therapist till I went back and watched it a second time. And it actually is her mom. It's just they were sitting on opposite sides of the room. Like, I feel like on these shows, when people are having an intimate conversation in the same room, they're both sitting on the same couch and one person's foot is on the couch. And they're, it, it's an intimate conversation. This didn't feel intimate. It felt like. I need somebody to film my alternate scenes with, so I'm going to just call my mom, even though I really don't talk to her regularly. But we going to force something for the sake of this show because there was just no, there was no maternal energy. There was no nothing there. But they met up for this scene. Um, I said in my notes, awkward energy. Uh, she says that she's looking for her forever and not just a good time. Which, I mean, she was just on a podcast talking about how she slept with over 35 guys, which I'm not knocking, I'm not judging, but, you know, to say you're looking for your forever, but then you're issuing a tally of all the niggas you slept with, eh, kind of contradicts each other. But she, um, she says she's looking for her forever and not a good time. Then we go to the brunch that Shawnee is receiving her award at. Uh, she's receiving a Woman of Excellence Award. Which, <laughs> uh, it's just as the producer of this show, I find this to be ironic and funny. But nonetheless, Shawnee is receiving a Woman of Excellence award. Evelyn arrives. Evelyn goes in to meet her in her dressing room. She confides in her her uh, you know her kind of trepidation to get married and her fear of commitment. And Shawnee and Keon apparently counseled them. 
and Shawnee thinks he's a great guy. I mean, what I will say, what I got from this scene was Shawnee loves the performance of being a wife. And that's something Evelyn, I don't think necessarily can get with, but Shawnee loves the, you know, the being docile, the playing second, the, you know, deferring to your man. Shawnee likes all that comes with being a wife. And some women do. And if you can play that role, might as well but Shawnee loves she loves the role of being a wife you can really tell I got I really gathered that from this scene um and she was just like telling her how how good of a guy he was but they shouldn't force getting married if they're really not ready again I don't think that Evelyn really wants to be a wife I feel like when you have friends like Shawnee the pressure to be one and the pressure of the quote-unquote sisterhood of wives you know, somehow makes you better than other women. So she kind of has to fake that desire. Um, then we see, then Jackie arrives. Uh, her and Evelyn recap the party. Um, and Jackie says how she didn't know that Vanessa had all these issues with Evelyn. Um, then we meet Clayana Warthen. I, I guess that's what I, her name is. Clayana Warthen. Uh, she's the ex-girlfriend of Andre Iguodola, a power forward, an ex-power forward. Everybody's job on these shows is ex. He's an ex-power forward in the NBA. Um, she hasn't, considering what we've seen online of her and her later confrontation she's going to have with Jen, she has a very like, you know how people come into a scene or they come into a relationship where they're coming from a place of no, they're not coming from a place of yes, they're not coming from a place of positive energy. She she kind of came into this where it's like you you can tell she's feeling out the conflict a little bit. Well, at least I could. Um, but she, you know, talks about her relationship, a similar situation as Brittany. She has a child by this guy, but, you know, she's trying to find her own identity. Um, Shawnee then comes to the table and and says that she wants to organize a meetup again because, you know, some mess popped off last episode. So Shawnee needs to see it firsthand. Y'all got to deliver a scene to, to mama uh, it visible in her face so she knows what's going on. Uh, then we see a scene with Vanessa meeting with her sister. This was another Britney and her mom scene. Like these people, relatives do not. I don't know if it's they real relatives or if it's make believe play relatives. I don't know. But she says this is her sister. When we meet her, she says this is her sister. When the girl leaves, she says, or when the girl comes in the house, she says she's been like a sister all her life. So I, you know, nonetheless, the lady is an Af is in aerospace engineer. Um, I wrote sister seems dot, dot, dot uncomfortable. It just felt, <laughs> it felt like, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that none of these people have been on camera. They haven't had a camera in their face in the midst of an intimate conversation. So they're, they're trying to like find their footing in that. But the sister just felt like, mm. and then I don't want to put, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to start no you know, hoopla around it, but the sister was given very much, she's like the husband, or the husband has hit on her at some point, it was just, it was some side-eye energy, I don't know, the sister just seemed uncomfortable to me, but, um, 
you know, she says that she wants Vanessa and Isaiah and the kids to be happy. And Vanessa's so paranoid about him cheating because she planted that camera and it ended up he was talking on the phone to his son and not another woman. She's with my son. Right. <laughs> Allegedly, she thought it was he she thought he was on the phone with another woman, but he was talking to his son. Um the, the verdict came back. That's what she said. I don't know how the verdict was found, but allegedly, again, usually these women on these shows have been cheated on over some years ago. She's actively getting cheated on. I don't know why you will come on a show and you're actively getting cheated on, but maybe this is her way to get a divorce and, and, and establish her own money. But I don't want to speak divorce on nobody, but it just was given... I don't know why you would come on TV and you're actively getting cheated on, not getting cheated on five or six years ago, but during the pandemic to present. Um, and the sister tells her she's paranoid. That's when I was like, mm, paranoid. Why am I paranoid? But uh, then we get a random scene of Jackie wrapped in this Louis Vuitton shawl, walking down the street, talking to Shawnee on FaceTime. Uh, any scene of Jackie not wearing all black, uh, that's why I had to take note of it because she was actually in, I mean, she looked like a junky room. It looked like a bunch of junk thrown on top of her, but uh, she was, Shawnee was stroking her ego, telling her she's the matriarch of the group and, you know, she has to get everybody together, blah, blah, blah. Ja Jackie loves these scenes. This is the second episode where we've seen Jackie getting her ego stroke. Um... Then we see Jen and Jacille meeting at a wig shop, which was interesting because they have like polar opposite personalities to me. But it was a cute scene. But uh, between Jacille's accent and Jen's, I don't know if it's in an accent or what, but the way that Jen speaks, it was just an interesting, it was an interesting conversation to me. But uh, Jen asked Jaseel if she knows anything about wigs, and Jaseel says, do I know anything about wigs? I own two hair shops, one in Dallas, one in Mississippi. She also owns a product line and a hairline. I meant to look for those so I can include them in this, but I will in the next episode. I forgot to. But she owns a product line and a hairline, um, and she owns two shops. So I guess we're going to see more of that. I, again, I wrote, they're very different, but this is a cute scene. Uh, more of Jen talking about how she just wants to be in a positive place with people, blah, blah, blah. Jen and who just said that in an interview? Drea, I think, said in an interview, Jen and Malaysia basically fulfill the same role on this show. And they really do. Like, they're just the I don't want to call them the Cynthia. Like some people are referred to as the Cynthia of the show, but they kind of are like that just neutral person that's always neutral like there's no definitive place for them they're just the neutral person on the show um then we see Clayana meeting with her cousin up just like what's her name sister and Brittany's mom I put in quotation marks cousin this guy is allegedly her cousin who wants her who wants to see her make new friends I, I don't know what this scene was about but 
Again, she seems like she's coming from a place of no because he he asked her were the women friendly and she has some hesitation. But in the scene, we saw the women were extremely friendly. So she's looking for the hesitation to be negative or have conflict. And if you've seen her behavior online, she's, you know, she's wanting conflict with Evelyn and uh, Jen in that scene she's going to have with Jen in the restaurant. Then we get Brooke and Evelyn riding to the dinner together. Again, I like them as a duo. They look cute together. Jennifer, I mean, Jennifer. Evelyn has on her Gucci blazer. Brooke has on like one of those printed uh, bodysuits. The girls love those two pieces. And she looks, they look cute together. I like them together. They discuss Brittany and Shaq taking a photo together. I vaguely remember this. It must have been in the beginning of the year because it was, it was when they were filming this. But uh, Brittany and Shaq film or film took a picture together and they're basically talking about the quote unquote sisterhood and how, you know, she should have let Shawnee know before. I mean, none of these women are sisters. They're not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm a man. I can't speak. But it just seems to me like a sisterhood is born out of both having a vagina, both being single mothers, both being cheated on. Like that's the, that's what defines a sisterhood. I don't know, whatever, but uh, they felt like she should have let Shawnee know this. She doesn't, Brittany Renner doesn't strike me as a ask for permission. Let somebody give somebody a heads up that I'm taking a picture with your ex-husband type of bitch. But uh, they, they thought that they thought she would give that. Um, then we see Shawnee and uh, Shawnee and Jackie arrive um, at the restaurant, and uh, Jackie asked Shawnee how she felt about it, and Shawnee said, "So, how are you gonna deal with um, Little Miss Brittany after what we saw? Because I know you've seen it." Right, I saw it, and people sent it to me. But I mean, enjoy, ma'am. You are so unbothered. I didn't really enjoy. I got a whole husband. I'm a whole husband, not a half one. A whole one. Shawnee said, enjoy, ma'am. <laughs> That's what you got to start telling people. Enjoy, ma'am. You'll get the headache in the mail. Um, Shawnee seemed unbothered by it. I'm sure she is. Shaquille has come out and said that he did Shawnee fucked up. And, you know, now that she's remarried and happy, as niggas do, now that she's happily remarried and seems like she's enjoying life, he wish he would have done better, you know the gaslight manipulate tactic of most niggas. Um, everyone arrives. Now, one thing I will give them on this show, besides Jackie and Vanessa, everybody shows up to the scenes dressed. Like, I miss that about reality TV. Everybody comes looking cute. Everybody comes put together. Everybody comes in their best shit. Jen and Evelyn look so cute in this scene. Jen out on her little mooey mooey shirt uh and her she looked she just looked really cute jen uh evelyn looked really cute brooke looked really cute jaseel looked really cute um i couldn't see what britney had on but everybody just looked nice and i miss that about some reality shows like come with come looking like something because even if the show is boring if y'all can be pleasing to look at that could make up for the show being boring. So I like that it seems like the girls, you know, they they feel obligated to come dressed to these scenes. Um, 
What else? Oh, Evelyn brings up, uh, uh, she says, I know you're looking for a husband, but is the husband Shaquille? And Brittany says, no, he's just a friend. Shawnee says that, you know, she has no, no, there's no gripes about it from her. She doesn't care. Um, whatever. So we move past that. I'm sure Shaq was relishing in this scene. Uh, then Vanessa arrives and <laughs> Evelyn gives this look like when somebody walk in with an outfit that is so just, it just make you just, ugh, that look. But Evelyn gives this stank look, um, and she's ready for war. You can tell both of them are ready for war. Now, I, one thing I will give Vanessa, she shows up to the scenes ready to kick up some dust, and that's what you need on these shows not somebody who acts blindsided, not somebody who runs from the conflict or not somebody who is a bitch, but then they're dismissive so they don't have to engage in the conflict. Vanessa comes ready for the mess. And I, I will give her that. And again, her and Evelyn, they seem like they're the same age. They're the same skin complexion. So there's none of the... You know, the things y'all love to throw in that are going on that, you know, the girls can't argue because it's 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 some underlying deep rooted issue. No, these hoes is old, messy, ran through and they got the same kind of energy for each other. So I don't mind them what you call it. I've seen online again, Vanessa has been bringing other people into it and it's just. I wish she wouldn't because it's good for the show. And then when y'all get the people riled up on social media, it just it just makes these shows so hard to watch. So but for the sake of this scene, it was a really good scene. They both were arguing and going back and forth. It, it doesn't take shit to get Evelyn riled up. So, you know, uh, uh, what you call it? She said that Amy, Amy thinks that Vanessa looks dumb um, and, uh, Evelyn says, bitch, she crazy. You can't cancel somebody else's household. Um, uh, and yeah, they are, Shawnee starts pulling Evelyn out the room and, uh, what happened after that? She starts pulling Evelyn out the room. Oh, and then Evelyn and Shawnee go to the back, but then we get Brooke, um, Everybody's left sitting at the table and Brooke just kind of lays Vanessa out for the kill in, in like the end of the scene and says, Bitch, she crazy. You can't cancel somebody else's household when your is up. I am so surprised as a grown woman, a mother and a wife that you don't know how to sometimes take a step back and say, you know what? Let me be accountable for what I'm doing and what I'm saying. And maybe this is not my business. Let me go home and check on them cameras what my husband been doing all day. Fix your before you get into somebody else's Stop deflecting your misery on someone else. And it's straight like that. It's straight like that. If you got to do ball checks, you got to sniff a nigga balls and asshole and and uh, and put cameras up and you think him talking to his son is him talking to another woman. But you got bigger fish to fry. You got bigger fucking fish to fry. And and you asking Evelyn why she calling her. I'll tell you why she calling her. She's with my son. Right. So. <laughs> 
I'm playing. I'm leaving that on the soundboard because I I just love that. Uh, we get, of course we get an Evelyn Vane popping scene. This is classic basketball wives, um, and that was the that was the episode. Uh, again, it was a good episode for me. It was enough. Um, I hope they keep this momentum going. Um, Evelyn is in charge of the girls. You know, she's she's keeping the girls on their toes and bringing it to every scene, whether it's how they look, whether it's the engagement. The show is it's it was a 90 percent increase from last season is what they're saying. So they doing something right. I'm sure Shani and the network is pleased. But uh, yeah, that was the episode. I'm going to upload another episode, which is going to be kind of new. I'm going to try to touch on some some hot topics some trending topics i really tried to veer away from this kind of show but there's some stuff i feel like i should talk about so i'm gonna see if i can get that done um and that should be uploaded after this episode um so yeah again i appreciate any feedback you might have i appreciate you for listening uh i'm still figuring out the day I think Basketball Wives comes on Tuesdays. So I'm thinking maybe episodes will be up Tuesday night or Wednesday and then on Friday, maybe. I don't know. I'm figuring out the days. But that was the end of this episode. Uh, The next one will come. I hope this one sounded better. Hope there were less auditory issues. And I appreciate you for listening. Peace.